0: And welcome to the very, very first episode of Carolina Ranting at Patrick, better known as Crap TV. Obviously, I am Carolina, and I am here with the amazing and always fabulous Patrick. Patrick, how Uh, are you doing today?
1: (laughs) I am. I'm great. I'm so excited to be doing this. I can't believe that we have uh, willed this into existence, but I am beyond thrilled to be a part of this.
0: Listen, most exciting thing is like, I don't know if this is actually recording, so (laughs) we'll find out. I guess we'll find out. We'll find out. So friends, if you are listening to this, first of all, thank you. You probably like Crap TV as much as we do. Uh, we actually came together in a love for our housewives. And then, you know, we'll tell the story in another episode. But, you know, throughout a whole year, there has been a lot of uh, DMs and messages about Crap TV. And finally, it happened. We are here. here we are. So, Patrick, what are we going to be talking about today? I mean, we're living in weird times.
1: Crazy times. Crazy times. And, you know, what they say, we're also in a golden age of crap television. So we have truly our pick of the litter. But I think one of the things that we just can't stop talking about, um, especially now that all of us are working from home, is Love is Blind on Netflix has just become this insane juggernaut that I cannot get enough of.
0: It's Everything that I ever wanted on a TV show. And also, I mean, I'm sure the producers are really thrilled that, I mean, a better time for this TV show could have never, like, they could have planned this.
1: You no, know, it's it's absolutely perfect for the times that we're living in since now we're actually going to have to meet other people, uh, you know, dating through walls right now. So I guess we're lucky that we're married and people are stuck with us, but... <laughs>
0: For everybody else
1: out there, Love is Blind is kind of the blueprint now for how you're going to be getting married for at least the next year.
0: This is it. Like, if you had any doubts, at least as you said, now you have a map, follow the instructions and hope for the best about, you know, who's on the other side of that wall.
1: And also who not to be, which we're going to jump into a little bit later. But, Mm -hmm. you know, are you going to be a Jessica? Are you a Damien? (laughs) Are you, you know, who, who Who are you? So I think there's going to be a lot more to come. And if BuzzFeed isn't already on that quiz as to which character are you, then uh, I want to take credit for being the one to start that trend on BuzzFeed.
0: Well, there is actually a filter on Instagram <laughs> that you can hit the filter and it tells you who, who is like your, your, your crush or something like that. Your oh. love is blind crush. Oh, yeah. okay. I did it several times because I wanted to get... Uh, somebody that I really don't have a crush on, but I'm like, just for fun. And I didn't get it. And I was like, forget about it.
1: Well, now you got to tell us who it is. We we can't play that game.
0: Listen, I wanted to get Jessica because there's so much stuff about her. So, but I never got Jessica. I got like some random people that I'm like, I don't even remember you from the show. So like, I had to go back and do my homework.
1: Yes. Okay. So that was one thing that, uh, that did strike me early on, especially when you're looking at this big pool of contestants. We saw all these people and then there was only a few that we ever actually got to know. So I wonder like what happens to the people who are like, oh yeah, I was that weird guy who like didn't make any connections on the first episode. Like, you know, all these other people are getting super famous and, you know, these other schmucks have to just go home empty handed.
0: Yep, they're like they're like that was our opportunity. We That's thought it. it was not gonna happen, and it actually is happening. And we didn't play our cards right. Right. Oh. So it's let's go- I mean, exactly. So we, I mean, the the premise of the TV show. If you haven't watched it, sorry. Spoiler alert! You know, we're gonna go. Major spoilers ahead. <laughs> this is, and this is nothing to do with Love Is Blind. But a thousand years ago, when Titanic, you know, was in the heat of the movie. I was in high school and we were all talking about like how, you know, the ship, you know, sings. And this friend of mine, she got really offended. She was like, you ruined it for me. And we were like, I don't know, history, like what yeah. happened to you? <laughs>
1: April 1912, come on. I mean, as a huge Titanic aficionado, uh, both of the actual ship and of the truly epic love story brought to life by James Cameron, um i you know those any reference of titanic will will, is a very deep cut for me and something that i hold very dear to my heart so yeah
0: so so yeah so like if you (laughs) if you're in the titanic right now like you know what's gonna happen at the end but we're here like dive deep into this so the whole premises of this show is like they want to prove if love is blind and let me ask you do you think love is blind Honestly, not
1: at all. I'm shallow. I'm a shallow, shallow bitch and love (laughs) needs 2020 vision.
0: (laughs) Listen, I feel kind of like the same way. And I also think that they trick us because like all the contestants, they're, I mean, they're easy on the eye. All of them are good looking. Like I was really hoping for that. Like I I wanted to see that, that, like I wanted to see Shrek. I'm like, like Me, give me a yeah. curve, Give me something to play with.
1: <laughs> cannot agree more. And I've had that discussion with many other fans that it's like, yeah, all of them were going to hit the actual jackpot upon meeting in person because they're all good looking.
0: Yeah, so, it's, uh, yeah. So I, I want like that's the only thing that I wanted from the producers. Like, if we're going to really, really test this thing, like you need to throw a curveball in there. Like you need to right. give me something to be like, oh no, love was really blind. Like I didn't yeah. see this coming. <laughs>
1: Yeah, don't cast in, like, the metro Atlanta area with, like, very sexy singles. Like, give me someone from, like, Appalachia. Like, give me someone from, you know, West Virginia backwoods. Like, that's who I want to see find love.
0: You want to see rural America. (laughs) Exactly, yeah.
1: I want to see, yeah, give me that person from maybe the hometown of Carrie Underwood, Dakota, Oklahoma. Give me someone from there. Also,
0: everybody was extremely fit, Yes. Th- there was nobody in there that loved carbs. There was right. nobody in there that, that you know, like to, you know, have double, you know, dippings of dessert. Like,
1: yeah, nope.
0: So I was like, okay, r- already we're losing because we can't prove anything when you're giving me only good looking people.
1: Yeah. If you only drink celery juice, I don't want to talk to you. Like, yeah, give me someone who will sit, you know, and, and share some cake with me.
0: Exactly. Like, I want to see some real people. Right. I want some TLC in this.
1: No one, yeah, no one, none of those couples are like going out to like the Olive Garden or the Cheesecake Factory on a Friday night. Like show me some of those people. Like that's, (laughs) those are my people. Those are, yeah, that's who I resonate most with. Because I'm going to Outback, getting a Bloomin' Onion. I can guarantee you Cameron has never had a Bloomin' Onion in his life.
0: No, no, he (laughs) he hasn't. Just
1: like doing bench press
0: no he's he, he doesn't even know what that is so it's like whatever no so okay so anyway so the premises of this thing is like i don't believe love is blind you don't believe love is blind but they're gonna prove us wrong
1: that's what they say according to obviously nicholas Shea.
0: yeah okay oh first <laughs> thing like the only thing that i remember about him was being married to jessica simpson right. who is this guy what I mean, is he I don't 2020
1: what was the last hit? Like Una Noche from 98 Degrees in what, like 2002? I mean, I don't know. It's, it's uh... I, I, don't... Now, I will say they were with queen icon legend Mariah Carey on Thank God I Found You. So that for me will always give Nicholas Shea a slight bit of clout because he did collaborate with Queen Mariah.
0: Oh, okay. Well, I didn't know. So fun facts. Yeah. <laughs> I like this. Okay. So, okay. So we're like, we're meeting this contestant. It's about, you know, it's giving me some like, Big Brother vibes meets yes. uh, The Bachelor, kind of a thing. So sure. it's about 15 women, 15 men. They never seen each other. They, they're not going to see each other. And they're supposed to, like, in a period of time, date, uh, propose, and then get married. All this is supposed to be happening wow. and in, like, five days also. I mean, we yeah. think that it's months, but it's not. It's, like, literally, right. like, five days. So it's intense, and and you know the the parts I like, kind of like the the view from like above, make it look Same. like very futuristic. Yeah, dark with the neon light. I'm like, okay, already, well, is the future now? Right. So very I mean-
1: sexy, like iRobot. Spa environment, you know, very I feel like minority report vibes. Yes, like ever shots. Yeah, I really enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, so I so I'm like Just I'm little like,
1: gerbils in their cages trying to fall in love.
0: Yeah, so I like that. And then I like the, the part when they're like all waiting to get into the room and it's like mm. on cue, they're like three, two, one, go. And I'm right. like, all right, okay, here we go. Buckle up, the craziness is about to start. Yeah, it's happening. So, so they go inside these pods and they can't see anything, nothing. They're just like their voices, which I'm like, okay, this is great for a recording. It's not going to sound as good as our podcast because, I mean, this is our first episode. We're like winging it here.
1: That's true. One take, one
0: take. We don't have a, an audio studio, nothing. This is just like, you know, basic headphones and, yep. and a computer. That's true. But but, but they have really good, good acoustics in these things. And they have a couch and they have pillows. I like this because I don't know if you saw this as the dates progressed, like all the guys were like having their pillows on top of like their laps. Yeah. And I'm like, "Mm, what are you hiding? What's happening in here? (laughs)
1: <laughs> that's a great question and i don't know one that netflix is ready to answer i mean you know you had the girls kind of have, i did like you know when they're kind of splayed out on on the couch or seeing you know, they're kind of laid on the floor you can tell they're just really either getting comfortable or it's the opposite that they can't get comfortable in that tiny little porta potty of a room to fall in love yeah
0: it seems like they have alcohol and candy.
1: Right, of course
0: so yeah. so I was like, okay, all right, sure, you know, let's let's get this solo party going.
1: Right. love may be blind, but the recipe of booze and sugar is very, very important to any love story.
0: <laughs> I mean, you need to keep those people, you know, high on something.
1: Exactly. Cause because it's not Jesus. It's
0: not Jesus over there. Oh. And and okay, so anyway, so we get, you know, we start getting the first glimpses of these personalities. And I also like how they how, how they do like their how is that called their confessional which is like all those neon lights on the back kind of like an endless wall and i'm like okay back to the future again we're futuristic good i like where we're going so the first person that we see and i don't know if you remember this is jessica our Jessica.
1: jessica
0: jessica is 34 she has something that for me personally it's an immediate red flag, which is a crazy, like crazy smile. Like somebody that it's always smiling. Yeah, I don't know, gives me, gives me weird vibes.
1: Yep, yeah, no, she's, she's definitely a little off. For me, it was the baby voice, that that's where like the octave went up. And again, not to take this back to Mariah, but when you're looking at eight different registers, <laughs> she really got into that head voice like really quick.
0: Yes, she's very, very
1: quick, which uh, for me just kind of grates on my nerves.
0: Yeah, so I was like, I was like, okay, immediately I'm like, I know, I know, I know you're gonna be someone to watch. Oh, for sure. I'm like, you you know, you know how this game is played, and mm. you came, you're giving us all of you right now. Oh, you, yeah. she's been, I think that she's been practicing for The Bachelor. She's like, I watched this show oh, several times, right. I know how this thing goes.
1: Or how many times do you think she's auditioned? And didn't get it. And so now, is this the poor man's bachelor?
0: Mm, I don't know. I don't know. Just let, you know, the listeners answer that question. Yeah. Then we get Carlton. And he's playing this, like, I'm a sexy boy. And he even says that he's very fly. I was like, right. okay, I don't know this lingo. I'm going to Google this.
1: Urban <laughs> dictionary.
0: Yeah, completely. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so he's saying also that he wants to be, you know, like, you know, that like he's into chicks and this and that. And later, he, it's a reveal dramatic reveal dramatic
1: yeah. <laughs> i liked him from the beginning i thought that he was going to be bringing a lot to us i thought that he had a fun energy he seemed to be you know i kind of have i, I think they all kind of have that that like fuck boy persona are we allowed to say that on
0: this? Yes, point? of course you know um, adults
1: but yeah put the kids put the kids to bed uh <laughs> but yeah but he kind of had that like interesting maybe like fuck boy persona that i think a lot of girls really gravitate to and and just he seemed like he would be someone who would keep us entertained and keep you know the story moving
0: yes yes i'm like good to that then we get to meet mark which also plays a gigantic role in here and he's he's young and he has this like hope about the future that i'm like "Ah, you're you're such a millennial i love this about about you
1: The innocence of a child
0: yes you know he seems very eager to please and he tells us that he's a mama's boy and i'm like okay all right i'm like you're giving us all the components for a disaster that i can't wait to see
1: right absolutely (laughs) and And delivers on
0: he delivers then we have lauren which immediately you have to fall in love with her like immediately she is like the hope that you need it she's like okay, this is what's going to keep me watching this TV show. She's going to give me moments that are going to be nice. Like, I love her from the beginning.
1: Yeah, she had, like, the spunk of someone that you just really instantly were kind of rooting for. And she kind of had, like, a few of those, like, sassy one-liners. Like, in 20 years, she'd be a great Atlanta housewife. Like, she just kind of had some sass, but she also seemed sweet and she was smart. And I like that her job was listed as content creator, which... It resonates deeply with me, <laughs> uh, so if I can only aspire to have that. Uh, it it that reminds job title.
0: me of, of of a young Porsche.
1: Yes, first piece oh, sure. on
0: Portia. You know, yeah. nice, wide-eyed. You know, yeah, yeah, fun. She doesn't know what's happening yet. Agreed. <laughs> agreed. And then, of course, we have Cameron, and he is, in my mind, the quintessential kind of like white boy. He's, dreamboat. Yes, he is, you know, he's proper, he's well-spoken, he's a scientist. I'm like, yeah. what are you doing here?
1: I know, he he really did. And I thought it was funny how he kind of talked about, you know, when they were talking about his job and, you know, what does a scientist look like? And I think that he even kind of posited that question of, you know, what does a scientist look like? And, you know, I think all of us had a collective generally not you type of response.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely. Cause, yeah.
1: Well, because then later we meet his friends who look like they're, you know, extras from the Big Bang Theory. So you know, like he he definitely kind of bucked a lot of those trends because he, yeah, very handsome, very sweet. Seemed like an all-around, you know, all-American good guy.
0: Yes, and he, he has one thing that he speaks really soft. Mm-hmm. So at times I was like, I need some spit here. No. What's going on, Cameron? Like, I like you, but i'm pulling a flip here
1: is that the colombian side of you or yes, that's the
0: colombian. i'm like i'm like gg i need some passion i need butterflies yeah, yeah.
1: yep it's funny and i can only say that because jose said the same thing
0: <laughs> and just for people listening jose is also colombian so yes. yes and jose is patrick's husband so here we are so so okay so we start seeing these people they start dating i think i mean i don't know in my mind as a producer which i am not uh, I'm assuming like the first date is like, okay, you guys have 15 minutes and then the next, like a right. kind of like thing. And you can take notes. You can see all of them have their notebooks. And I'm like, okay, this is interesting. Of course they can see each other. So a smart thing, you know, take right. notes. Yep. Um, and there is, I mean, I like how they kind of like a ske- like show us kind of like some good dates and then some bad dates. Oof. And some of the bad dates, like we we saw that keep person once, and it's like, you know people talking immediately about bodies. Then somebody asked uh, Lauren if she's African-American.
1: Yeah, (laughs) cringy. That was cringy.
0: That that, that was was weird. Then somebody uh, says something that was really, really funny, and she was like, I hate, hate, hate hearing people breathe. I'm like, okay, all right.
1: (laughs) Yeah, tough pet peeve. I mean, considering it's essential to human life, uh, really, really tough pet peeve.
0: Like, I don't know, like sure stay in that pod forever like I don't know what's gonna happen to you (laughs) right but that made me laugh so like they show us a little bit of the bad dates and then we get to meet also Amber what was your first impression of Amber
1: um I thought she had a lot of energy I thought she seemed to be a fun energy but definitely had an element of craziness that I was like "Ooh, you could be a really volatile personality which always makes for great reality tv so I was instantly into it
0: I was like, hmm, I'm scared. Like, are you the kind of person that is going to kill somebody? Right. What's going on? Like, you're like, crazy ex-girlfriend vibe. A oh, yeah. Bit.
1: And if she, like, if her life really veered off course, she could give us what, like, a Danielle Staub gives us from New yes! Jersey Housewives. <laughs> and I truly believe that she is a dangerous woman. So <laughs> I think that, thankfully, I think Amber will kind of stay on the the good side of the tracks. Uh, but she could take a turn if yeah, something she, happens to her. Like, yeah, if, she, if Barnett would have dumped her, she would have gone into Danielle Staub territory and quickly become engaged and changed her name.
0: <laughs> yes, that would have been that would have been something. Oh, we yeah. also, I mean, talking about Barnett, we get to meet Barnett for the mm-hmm. first time, which is, again, the fraternity boy.
1: Oh yeah, quintessential.
0: Exactly. This is like exactly what I think of a guy that is in a fraternity.
1: I could almost see the the ring around his forehead from when he just crushed a beer can on it. Like, yes. like, I could almost still see it. And you're like, oh, that maybe happened to me in college. But you know, Barnett did that like 20 minutes prior. Yeah. Just because. So like, yeah, I, th- that's definitely what, what he's giving us.
0: And um, something that bothered me, his hair i'm like brush your hair what are you doing here right like what's happening
1: okay i feel like you and jose must have watched this together because <laughs> he had the same same bad people and i was like really he's like he needs to cut it he needs to wash it like something's got to give here
0: exactly i felt the same way and i'm like yeah. he's charming he he has that college you know kind of like attitude that he makes kind of like a dirty joke but it's kind of like oh, a compliment sure. and i'm like okay he 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 knows how to charm a yeah. room
1: with oh know, for sure and then just as quickly, he'll shout the name of his fraternity in your face, just like
0: because. You Obviously, <laughs> yeah, 100%. And tell you how many beers he's drank in the past hour. Right. So, yeah, right. definitely there is that. Uh, we also met Diamond, which my first impression was like, oh, Cardi B is here. Like, I yes. didn't know what's happening today.
1: Absolutely. Loved her right off the bat. Like, she is very much my aesthetic of someone who like I would want to be friends with yeah I think I thought off the bat I was like oh she's gonna be great and I, I really I enjoyed that she really had a strong personality and I think again going back to what makes her great TV she, you knew she didn't take shit right off the bat and she was she was committed to it but I also think she was someone that it's like don't cross her because she will come in hot I I like
0: because Barnett tries to be charming. And he's like, oh, which strip club do you work at? And she was like, (laughs) bye-bye.
1: Shut it down. Yeah, shut it down.
0: I'm not even going to do this. Bye. Right. Um, They show us also like a couple of clips of the dates. And I thought that was funny. And something that I thought was hilarious is how Amber goes into this date with Carton. And she's like, blah, 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 blah. And he's just like napping. And then he's just like, I'm out of here. (laughs) He leaves. And she doesn't even know that. No clue.
1: Oh, that was a great bit of like comedic relief. And I, and I love that, that I I feel like they had the, the wherewithal to be able to decide that. Whereas I feel like if it were me in the pod, I would have wanted to at least be polite and conclude and and i love the fact that he was just like you're boring i'm out of here
0: you would have sat there for five hours listening to this yeah
1: i would have to try to like be be respectful and kind even if i mentally checked out but like
0: but then again remember they have only limited time to meet their you know their possible love of their life so i think that it was ballsy but i'm like Yes, I mean, it is what it is. There is no time yeah. like that now.
1: <laughs> if it's not happening, then get out of there. I agree.
0: <laughs> exactly. So they also show us a couple of people that we get to see for half a second. Um, there is a guy in the the guy's room that he's always like coaching the guys. He's like, yeah. he's like the therapist is like, oh yeah, I, I understand <laughs> you. Tell me about it. And I'm like, is this
1: the Postmates like, delivery guy? Like, who is this? Like, I... I I was so confused and how they're kind of egging on. I was like, is, is, is it a producer? Cause I mean, in our other beloved franchises, we know if when a producer is interacting, like they'll at yes. least call it out so that then, you know, but yeah, for this guy, he was just this strange dark haired, like Oracle that would yes. just kind of appear at very, you know, opportune times.
0: I'm like, maybe, maybe they need coaching because, you know, as Spossible. we have experienced for two days, we have only been in this self-quarantine for two days and we're already going cray-cray. So oh, I just can't sure. imagine what it is to be actually on on this kind of TV shows.
1: Un- unreal. Yeah, I, I, I think you would kind of need some sort of Sherpa to guide you through it, you know? Yeah, so I think, I think this,
0: is, this is what this guy was. He was just like, we're going to pretend he's a contestant, but he's just here for moral support.
1: Yeah, fair enough. Like
0: and, and I love how the girls, they were like talking about, you know, like dirty talks and, you know, talking about like, you know, sex and all that while the boys were like really being like all these, like just like working out, like, Oh, I want to show you my muscles. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, what's going on in here? Like,
1: Oh, for sure.
0: Like guys have to even show up in front of guys. They can just be like, Oh, of
1: course. Oh yeah.
0: Just I want to show you my muscles. Even if you don't care, even probably cartoon was like, you know, it's like not bad for me here. I know?
1: mean, look, yeah, there were some. Everybody was very good looking. So, I mean, you know, make no mistake. I would certainly offer to spot Cameron on the bench press. <laughs> <laughs> Granted, he could probably bench press me, but you know, I'll still still do do what I can. You know, yeah, do what I can but, to help out your fellow neighbor.
0: And I like I like how also like they threw this kind of like random pieces of information that you're like, what? Like I had to like stop and I'm like, what? And they, there is this guy that they don't tell us his name, nothing, and he's just like, I'm a virgin.
1: Yeah. But, <laughs> Yeah. Yes, that's true. I know we we, the virgin came in and came out just I, you know before we got to I, even know him.
0: Yes, and I think that maybe he is. I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt, but I'm also thinking that he went with a plan, and he's like, I'm right. gonna play this, and it it, it went nowhere because nobody nobody was like, I'm taking on this. Like, yeah. I don't know what you look like, and now you're gonna tell me that you're virgin. That's two risks that I can take.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. No, I I agree. I think yeah, what we saw of the virgin, he you know kind of came in and came out you know as quickly as yeah it it was tough that he he never really got to break through in
0: yeah I, you know many
1: I, senses of the word
0: i think that he ha- <laughs> okay <laughs> took me a minute here <laughs> so uh so yeah so um uh what else we have here then we start seeing like the dates start to progress and then we all fall in love with cameron and lauren
1: oh yeah so just like instant
0: It's it's all I want to see. They're beautiful. I I feel the butterflies. Talking about butterflies. Oh, yeah. We don't get to see Gigi until like, I don't know when. Like all this thing has passed by. I don't even know who Gigi is. I mean, but Gigi has a lot of butterflies and she needs to feel them.
1: Oh, yeah. She, I mean, do you think that she worked at a like butterfly conservatory (laughs) or something that you know but but and and i guess i get i kind of get where she's coming from and and to a degree but at the same time i think they were in such a pressurized like they're truly in a instant pot of love right like they're just in this pressure cooker and 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 i don't know how nothing was able to happen organically i mean i think lauren and cameron identified really quickly with each other but I think they seem to have connections on a much deeper level That I think for Gigi I think when you talk about the butterflies that's still very surface yeah I don't think no matter who you are or how good your relationship is those butterflies I don't think they always last in that way it's just not realistic like you need to build an actual foundation with someone so that when those butterflies do you know dissipate a little bit or maybe you know are going you know into another form, let's say they go back into their chrysalis and, you know, become a a chrysalis of love um, and trust and respect and, you know, all those other things that make for a good relationship too. So I I felt like listening to her kind of go off on that speech while she delivered it with passion, it was also like, I think uh, was one of those things where it was completely, you know, misguided because that's just not reality.
0: I think something we need to point out about Gigi is that she's our South American representation. She's from Venezuela. Venezuela, for all of you that perhaps will know this, is the capital of telenovelas. And I think that Gigi came in with a very, you know, strong uh, background of like this is a love is a soap opera I'm here right. to represent my telenovela and I'm gonna yeah. give it the all <laughs> so I think that she was you know in character a little bit and, and yeah. again we Hispanics I'm Colombian we're very passionate I think that my husband would have probably watched the TV show and be like yeah nothing nothing crazy right, Just,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, that tracks. So, so I think uh, I think that she was giving I mean she seems also young I mean I don't know she's right. in her 20s And she came with this, like, oh, I want to find my Prince Charming. So she, there's a lot of, like, back information that she's carrying on into this kind of, like, city.
1: Oh, yeah. A lot of baggage.
0: Yeah. So um, we get, you know, the start dating, she gets a connection with Damien. And there is a lot of, like, you know, conversations and this and that. And finally, we're getting into, like, the date when they are proposing. So first of all, we have to say that Lauren and Cameron are actually the only ones that said, I love you. Like, it felt sincere.
1: Right, oh yeah.
0: And I felt like I got really emotional. I remember the first time that my husband said, I love you to me. I don't know, do you remember the first time uh, Jose said I love you to you? I do,
1: because I was terrified. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that scared the shit out of me.
0: (laughs) So I thought it was really sweet and I was like, this is love,
1: I'm
0: running for you people. Same. And then we start seeing, you know, um, we see, uh, what's his name? Da- Damien and yeah. and Gigi. And and that was very dramatic. She's like crying. And then she's like, Damien Parker, whatever the last name is. <laughs> yeah. Why do you marry me? And I thought that her name was really interesting also. Very Venezuelan, which is my lady. Yes. Gigi, I my lady.
1: <laughs> I could not keep it together every time they said it. Because in my head, I just was like, seeing, like, a British person be like, top of the morning, my lady, or, like, something. I don't know. It was – I could not handle it each time they said it. But.
0: it yeah, it is very um, – I don't know, Venezuelan or something like that. So – so, but I thought it was very interesting how she was like, you're not going to do this. I'm going to show that I'm a feminist, and now I'm yes. going to propose to you.
1: So, And he was blubbering, too, just as much. I mean, his, his lip was, like, quivering so – I mean, he was so emotional, too. Like, it was – yeah, their proposal, I mean, all the proposals are, were emotional, but theirs especially, I agree with you, had that, that novella factor. Yes, that I was really like... Just amped up the drama.
0: Yes, I'm like, why wow, Univision is here. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> and then we see, you know, uh, what's her name? Uh, Carter, uh, no, Carlton proposed to Diamond. And yes. I see some hesitation there, but she was like, yeah, sure, let's do this. Uh, then we see the couple that we have never seen before, which is Kelly and what's his name? Kevin. Kevin. I don't even know where they came from. Yeah. Didn't see them once at all. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, two producers again. Like, maybe they didn't have enough people, and here we are. And they
1: also, but they also seemed, they were probably like the least amount of drama, but then they seemed so solid. Yes. They seemed like pretty enamored. They also just seemed very well suited to each other. So it wasn't even like, you know, I think I think we saw, like, Cameron and Lauren, who had these deep bonds. And, you know, I think we're also ready to navigate the challenges that they knew were ahead of them. Whereas it seemed like Kelly and Kevin just kind of, like, fell into this really nice groove that it's like, oh, they're awesome. They fit.
0: Yeah, I guess. And that's, I mean, there is, I mean, there is not views on, like, something that is fantastic. So, like, right. I mean, we had already somebody that was really fantastic, you know, True. with Cameron, and they're, like, the, the crown of this thing oh, yeah. and then we got this too and we have now a love triangle which is perfect for TV which is also within the craziest people which we have yeah. Barnett Jessica and Amber Yep. Yeah. and this is crazy he's telling Jessica that he that he's this is it it's like you're my you're it's my it. you're my chosen woman and then Jessica goes back to Mark and she's like, and I, I didn't like this because the day before she had told him that, that she was a Christian yes, and that she had integrity. And now I'm getting upset. because I'm like, right. you're not showing either one of these things. I mean, yeah. I'm not a Christian, so I don't know what that means. But anyways, so she had led this poor guy that is really in love with this woman, which again, I don't understand because their only connection, whether they are from Chicago and that they're Cubs fans. And it seemed like- this- really, you
1: have never met a Cubs fan.
0: Exactly. <laughs> they're like this is it this is the person that I need to marry those right. are the only two things that I need to know and then she goes to Mark and she she's just like I'm not into you dude I'm, I'm gonna go with somebody else oh. and, and I was like I was like this is heartbreaking and this is where the crazy starts yeah. something is gonna happen here then she goes back to the house and she tells Amber that that she's in love with this guy and it's happening
1: and And she (laughs) uh, it's so hard to (laughs) think back because you also see i think her decision making is also correlated with how much red wine she drinks yes so like there's that part too that you know and and, i mean jose I i think you know i would fancy myself as a bit of a character actor and a method actor and so much to jose's dismay um but, you know, when she'd go in and, and she was so flirty with him and she'd be like, Hey, B. Hey, she would just <laughs> that, that, like, baby voice that just, you know, was grating to me. And just, yeah. Hey, hey B. And it was, it was just so tough to, to listen to because, like, to me, when you put on that type of act, everything then just seems disingenuous. Yes. And, and I, so,
0: don't, I don't know why Mark was so heartbroken. I know like I was like okay sad yes but like too much like what's going on with you
1: (laughs) and I think that then it goes back to just his his age and he kept talking about all this experience and like life experience that he had and and I just kind of thought I know that you believe that and I admire your confidence in your life experience but like bro. Like, no, and I don't usually say bro. Like, (laughs) I just looked at him. I was like, bro, no. no." You're
0: like, "Mm, it's going to happen. So this triangle, uh, another thing that I noticed is that um, Jessica, obviously, you know, she drinks a lot of wine and she's the kind of drunk that has no like perception of like self-space and she will go right into your face to talk to you. And I'm like, "Mm, I don't like this. You're in my personal space. Don't
1: like it. Not only that, but she's also that girl that she will get blackout and she will, she'll disappear. And then everyone, then she becomes everyone else's responsibility. You know, I think everyone has that friend where it's like, they can get a little reckless, which look, I am no saint. And you know, (laughs) a couple of Pinot Grigios and me on a Friday night, and you never know what could happen.
0: Um, And Jose (laughs) can
1: attest to that. But at (laughs) the same time, it's like, for her, it was such a habitual thing that it made you kind of also say okay, I also kind of understand maybe why you are in this place in life because you do have all these unrealistic expectations. You're choosing the wrong person, and then you just let, you know, partying like you're still in your sorority get in the way of an actual connection because then all of a sudden, you know, she wakes up, and she has to either apologize or get embarrassed based on her behavior the night before.
0: She is like Ramona, the apologizer. Ooh, e- every oh, day. Yeah. It's she's <laughs> like an apology, so she you know, she breaks this guy's heart and she goes back to the house really confident and she's gonna be chosen by um, what's his name Barnett Barnett yeah. and then then the disaster happens. She goes to that day with Barnett and she actually kind of like asks him, "Are you gonna choose me?" And he's like, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs>
1: I'm good. I'm, I'm all good. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I'm, Someone with what the name Barnett would say.
0: Yeah, and he's like, he's just like, no. And then she, she leaves. She leaves really upset, and she's like, you garbage. And yep. then she, then I think that it hits her that she's like, I'm out of this show. I need to paddle back to yep. Mark because, like, I, I need, I need another fifteen minutes in here. For sure. So she And goes, we
1: see that multiple times. Yes. Too. That so, is a habit that also perpetuates.
0: So she goes back to the poor, you know, uh, Mark, and and then I feel really bad because she said, first of all, she said, babe, at least a hundred times. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I don't like this. And then his reply was like, she was really apologetic. She said, babe, a thousand times. And I'm like,
1: <laughs> what? That's <laughs> not an indicator of how someone feels about you just for because they gave you the most generic <laughs> pet name possible.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was just like, oh my God, what's happening in here? Is he really wanting to be in this TV show also? I'm like, what's going on?
1: Yeah. Oh, I think they all do to a degree. I think they knew the score going in of of what needed to happen. So I think it was still a bit of a game, but at the same time, it was also like, I think they were also playing with each other's feelings because they were kind of in this instant pot of love and they didn't have enough time to even figure themselves out and, and all they had to talk to was their other contestants, right? So it was kind of one of those things where I feel like for most of us, if you're, you know, developing feelings for someone, you're also maybe venting to your friends about it or getting some other opinions or stalking their Instagram or, <laughs> you know, other things that I think we're able to normally, all the normal luxuries of modern dating, they didn't have any of it. So yeah, it was, it was such a, an interesting little Petri dish of, you know, of, of relationships that blossomed.
0: It, it was weird. So finally, you know, they propose, and this is when they have the first reveal. The doors open, very dramatic. They get to see each other for the first time. And again, I wanted to see that curveball. I wanted to see that person. I was like, uh, you know what? Not today. Thank yep. you. <laughs> like, it
1: we- reminds me of, do you remember the old MTV show called Next that yes. they were all on the bus and they, you could literally step off the bus and someone could look at you and say, next, and they <laughs> have to come back. Like that also was what was so great. But yeah, everyone, as soon as they saw the other was just like, oh my God, this is what you look, you know, because they were all beautiful
0: people. But I also think that, you know, they did like their solos interviews and they're like, I don't care if this person it looks like Shrek. I will love him right. forever and ever. I'm like, I mean, you lying. Stop yeah, lying. <laughs> for sure. Absolutely. So, but yeah. So I, I wish, I wish I would have because they only show us like five, you know, couples. Yep. I wanted to see one that was just like, now I want to give be that one percent of your research that is not gonna play along with right. this. So Agreed. we get that. So, so finally now, I mean, we're gonna wrap this up because we have covered a lot for this one. Uh, <laughs> they we have here as couples, we have Jessica and Mark, we have Barnett and Amber. Yeah, Amber, that's her yes, name. Yes, Amber, yeah. Then we have, obviously, our lovely, lovely uh, Lauren and Cameron.
1: America's sweethearts,
0: yes. Uh, I, I saw this meme that I love. It, it was just like, I'm going to tell my grandkids this is Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: incredible. Covered. Same, then same. I agree.
0: Exactly. We also have Diamond and Carlton. Yes. We have the couple that nobody knows, which is Kellyanne and his name again is it kevin or kenny kenny, kenny. kenny. Ke- kelly kenny. And i was kenny.
1: kevin that's how, that's how forgettable he was i can't a nice guy but couldn't didn't leave a mark
0: he leaves a mark for me at the end
1: oh that is true. yes so
0: that like true. right here i'm like yeah i don't know who you are fantastic and then yeah. we have one more we're missing we're missing one who are we missing who
1: are we missing who
0: are we missing <laughs> jessica and mark lauren and carlton oh gigi Oh, Gigi
1: Damien. Ah, yes, okay.
0: They all see each other, they kiss, they hug, they have that moment of like spinning them around, gone with the wind, fabulous here, everybody. And now they are going to go into their honeymoon, even though they're not married. They're going into this (laughs) resort in the Caribbean to spend some time alone as they think is. Right,
1: as they think, but little do they know, more curveballs are to come.
0: Listen, I'm telling you, the, the producers are shady.
1: Oh, you have to be. You have to be, but that's why we watch... That I mean if, if we truly had salt of the earth producers we'd be you know staring at, at dust all day. We need I, some people to to spin these people up and and get them drunk and you know
0: I need, use I their need baby voices. Like, I need some connections. So if you're listening and you are friends with any producer for any reality TV I have questions. <laughs> I, just, I just need 15 minutes of their time. It's going to be like it's going to be like I'm going to have a list prepared like I only 15 minutes will do.
1: 15 minutes, not not bad. All right, listeners, you heard it. 15 (laughs) minutes with a reality show producer for Carolina. Please come through.
0: That's all I need. So, okay, so we're going to wrap this up right now. There's a lot to cover. I mean, I hope that you guys continue watching. We're going to, you know, continue to digest all this beautiful, amazing- Disasters. (laughs) (laughs) Disasters. Crap TV that is crowding our TVs and our minds that we can just get away from it.
1: Oh, yeah. We, I mean, and I think too, in in times like these, I'm so thankful that we have these shows to, you know, scream at, to love, to hate. I mean, it is, I feel like I was on such a roller coaster of emotion watching this. And I mean, you would think that two grown men wouldn't necessarily (laughs) be screaming at the TV at, you know, people who are trying to find love, but that was, that was us. I mean, we were instantly hooked and at times were, you know, ran the full gamut of emotions i mean because he had to get up once and walk away he had uh i mean he made his own novella exit just out of sheer frustration
0: (laughs) listen i'm telling you i was screaming at the tv and my husband was like why are you watching if he's making you this upset i'm like you don't understand i'm emotionally (laughs) involved in this okay i I need answers now like i can't i can't just give up on these people now i can't give up i'm not gonna give up on both
1: no never (laughs) never
0: so so yeah so we'll see next episode what happens and listen thanks so much for listening you guys are amazing let us know i mean i don't know we don't have anything right now we don't have social media we don't have anything nothing nope. nothing is happening in here i don't know we we have crappy microphones and that's all we got <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey speak for yourself this is on sale uh i, I picked up <laughs> a, uh, a sale mic but yeah no i think for now we're just we're riffing off the cuff this is you know, something that is, is still sweeping the nation. And so, um, you know, a great distraction in these trying times as we're all under, under quarantine and social distancing. But thankfully, you, don't, uh, you can still listen to a podcast if you're social di- distancing and we will be your friends. Um, consider us, you know, a, p- a part of your friend group now and, uh, <laughs> you know, part of your community and doing our best to, to lift everyone up in these, in these times.
0: It's, it's, listen, we're doing our best here to help you go through these times.
1: We consider ourselves the Bethany Frankels of the podcast world and that we are being strong, <laughs> we're delivering aid, we're helping people. <laughs> <stand>. <laughs>
0: Hashtag, this is a crisis. Yeah, this
1: is a crisis. <laughs> and so here we are answering the call and uh, in a way that I think we'd make Be Proud.
0: Listen, God only knows what's going to happen from here on. I have high hopes for all of us, and hopefully soon we'll get to leave our houses and you know continue with what we're doing.
1: Until then, we'll have crap TV <laughs> and Zoom video conferencing calls with our teams.
0: <laughs> awesome, Patrick! I'll see you next next episode. Next episode. That's good. So, can't wait. Alrighty, ciao, Perfect. ciao. Alrighty, bye, bye.